Okay, okay. You can hear him weekly here from From the Diamond with Grant McCauley. Talking about Corey McCartney. Good morning, partner. How you doing, guys? Hey, good morning, man. We we are doing fine. We have been speculating on how many people are on that flight to L.A. next week for the All-Star game and this Braves team. We know some of the position players right now, and Ozzy's not going to go even though he's coming in second as far as voting. But the question is, how many pitchers are you putting on that flight? Ooh, that's a good question because I think you can make a case for all, uh, a whole bunch of them. You can obviously Max Freed, I think, is a lot. Kyle Wright, you know, with 10 wins now, which is tied for the uh, the major league lead. Feels like he's really, you know, made a, a really strong case for himself. Spencer Strider, um, obviously, AJ Minter. I mean, you could just, I, I think you could potentially have four, you know, if maybe you want to stretch. I mean, Kelly Jansen's, you know, been out right now, but I think, I think you could potentially have four uh, pitchers along with whatever they get position player wise because. Um, you know, as we saw last night with Kyle Wright, I mean, it's uh, it's a different level now that the the first Braves team ever to have four pitchers with 100 strikeouts before the All Star break, just the eighth team since 1933 to pull this off. So um, they have a lot of guys with uh, some strong cases that make a uh, spot in that All Star team. Man, that is something else, folks. We're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J McCartney at Corey J McCartney, all lowercase. All right, who else? Is going that we know that Ronald Acuna uh, is starting center field, but who else are we going to see uh, getting the flight out to LA from the Braves? Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see, you know, William Contreras. Uh, obviously, you know, with Bryce Harper uh, being on a little play after winning the uh, the vote there, a designated hitter. Uh, I, you know, I think Travis Darno could end up being there as well. Um, the thing you're going to start to get into is those roster crunches where everybody has to have their, you know, their designation, their one player going. I mean, I think DNB Swanson. Yeah, you know, it's going to go. I don't, I, you know, obviously not having Jazz Chisholm or Ozzy Albies. I mean, what are they going to do with second base? I mean, I don't think either the Braves or the Dodgers want to take Trey Turner or Dansby Swanson and have them playing at second base even for an exhibition. But, um, you know, I think, I think Dansby deserves a spot. Austin Riley. Um, you get into the issue, though, again, where as great as these guys have been playing, you know, it, it, I think sometimes we forget, like, the way they set this up, first of all, it's a it's a popularity contest to get uh, to this point where you're talking about the starters, and then you've got to have those you know those roster issues where every team has to have a player. So um, I, I think the Braves are going to be well represented. I just I honestly I'm surprised that um, as, as strong as you know, Braves uh, fans are and social media and all voting and all that, um, that they didn't get end up getting more than one guy a, a starting spot. I thought for sure Dansby Swanson was going to end up beating Trey Turner. Um, just ends up getting edged out there for the starting shortstop spot. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Talking to Corey McCartney from The Diamond is the Show. He does with Grant McCauley. You can hear that at 5 o'clock, right, today? 5 o'clock later today? Yeah, we'll be on 5 to 7 today. 5 to 7. There you go. Um, I have not personally worried about who the Braves are looking up at. You know, we talked about the Phillies earlier in the season. I knew they would, you know, be below the Braves, and I feel that way about the Mets. Now, the argument's going to come back at me, but they're going to get two of the top pitchers baseball has seen in a decade in Scherzer and DeGrom back. Is that enough to sustain them over the Braves, keeping the first-place position? I just, I still don't see that as something that scares me because I've seen Max Scherzer before. He's had some, you know, he's had some phenomenal regular seasons, but I've also seen him have some hiccups in the postseason. So that's why I'm not over the moon scared of these two guys coming back. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, and I will say, too, that, I mean, it's not as though Scherzer has completely dominated the Braves. I mean, they have a, a seven, little, you know, a little over a 700 OPS against him, pretty respectable, and nine guys have home runs against him. Dansby, uh, by the way, has struggled uh, versus Scherzer, but um, we know the season he's having, so I don't think you want to discount that. But um, obviously you get that, that one-two punch back. I mean, that's going to be, you know, a, a really special thing. But this offense, to me, is, is really interesting with the Mets because – one of the ways that they've gotten things done is they've had a high contact rate, but they've also had a kind of an advantageous uh, batting average on balls in play. And, then, and over a course of the season, those two things shouldn't play themselves out, right? If you have a lot of uh, contact and they also have a low amount of hard hit balls. So you think those, all those things together are ultimately going to kind of leverage themselves out and you're going to you know, end up having a team that's going to run through some strokes there where they're not going to have as much luck on their side. Uh, but when you've got Pete Alonso, you know, playing at the level he's played, Jeff McNeil, uh, Francisco Lindor looking like he did a lot more when he was with the Indians. I mean, this is a really deep uh, uh, Guardians. I'm going to have to put a dollar in the bucket there. I, I had the, uh, the I word slip. But uh, this is a, it, it is a very good, <laughs> very good uh, Mets offense. And, I, you know, I think they, it almost kind of gets overshadowed at times because we knew the pitching staff was going to be so good. But uh, I, I think it's a very talented group baseline that the peripherals for it kind of make you make you wonder if they could have stayed afloat offensively long enough to wait for that pitching staff to get back to full strength now that it's starting to get back to full strength and they still have a lead I think that's where it's it's definitely in the Mets favor but at the same time I mean they've they've not matched the level of play that the Braves have if you go back to June 1st I think that's the real crux of this issue here right is now that they're going to get matched up against each other and we're going to finally see okay toe-to-toe what's this look like? I think that's why this next few days are going to be so exciting after they get through the Nationals today. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney. Of course, you can hear him here later on today here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, along with Grant McCauley uh, from the Diamond. Everything uh, gets you up to date with the Braves. And you guys will be on right about the time when the um, All-Stars are, are, are revealed, right? Yeah, so the, so the I believe the reserves yeah will be on right before Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. So yeah, we should uh, we'll, we'll find out for sure who's going to be making that trip tonight. If Austin Riley goes, do you put him in home run derby? Do you not want any? You, you not want you guys? You, Greg and I went around and around about this earlier. How you don't want guys because of the after effects? What it seems to do to some guys have could do second half well, slumps and that type thing. Uh, do you want somebody from our team even participating in it? I, I, so you look at the last couple of guys that have have gone to the home run derby for the Braves. Obviously, you had Freddie Freeman do it, you know, and, and he's not really a guy that's really a home run hitter in batting practice. Ronald Cunha Jr. I know put on a show spraying the ball all over the place. I think Riley, between the three of those, has the easiest power. So you think who's it going to have the less impact on of all those three guys? You know, not that they were the other two were really overly impacted by being a part of that. But I don't know that I'd be all that worried about uh, him taking part of that. I just think it's just such an, an easy power stroke from him. Um, I think sometimes we just get caught up in some guys who maybe have their struggles afterwards. I, I can't see Riley being a one. I, I, I would, honestly would love to see him. I think it would be it'd be great for him as a guy that we know has kind of emerged as one of the better you know young power hitters in baseball these past few seasons. Um, if I'm him, I'm doing it, you know, and plus, you know, and now he's got, he's got that car shield thing. So he doesn't have, he doesn't have to worry about, right? So, 
<laughs> That's the reason why to put him there. How about hey, you got the car shield thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to have some fun here real quick, uh, Corey? Because, you know, you always bring the stats. Right. We got to have a little fun today. And you know I'm out there throwing the insignificant information out and birthday stats. And today is the birthday of the Hawk. He is 68 years old today, Andre Dawson. He is one of two people. He was the one, he was the one guy for years that held this record. But he is one of two Major League Baseball uh, players that have the distinction of doing this one particular trait. And do you know what that is? I do not. I'm, I'm interested to hear this. Andre Dawson in 87 won the MVP on a last place team. And that was my beloved Chicago Cubs, 1060 Addison. And for the longest time, he was the only person to do that. So that, that was his. He owned that for a while, and then one other person did it. And it mm-hmm. was in 2003. Yep. Do you know who that is? I do know who that is. Alex I, Rodriguez, and he's I, playing with the Rangers. Yep. Yep. Those two guys. Do you know that, Sam? No. Every once in a while, I like to come and do something where you that? go, I How didn't know that. Because that? yeah. that's all you do, man, is bring, no. <laughs> bring information that nobody else knows about. Yeah, today's the Hawks' birthday. And uh, turn 68, but yeah, he won, won an MVP on a last-place team. Only two people in baseball history have done that. If he uses that tonight on your show, I want credit for it, Corey. Because <laughs> today is his birthday, right. so it would be relevant to bring it up, right? There you go, and, and I, you know, and he's also part of that fantastic Chicago Times cover where him and Jordan and Walter Payton all had the tuxedos on. And yep. he, I know you know that. Part. Um, see you, man. See, see, take an see. extra twenty out of petty cash for yourself. Lunch is on me today. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. What are some of the things you guys going to be talking about today, other than what we've already discussed? I'm sure we're going to do a deep dive on Spencer Strider and Michael Harris a second. Um, I, I did some work earlier this uh, week, uh, some research on this, and the, the Braves have never had uh, what they're trending towards, a, a rookie pitcher player rook, uh, and position player uh, quite like this in terms of when you bring war into the equation. Jason Hayward and uh, Craig Kimbrell in 2010 are kind of that, uh, that foundation, that, that the one that set the record. Uh, what we're seeing from these two guys combined is just, uh, it's just eye-opening. It is. It is. And it's fun to watch, um, you know, the, the, the way people have responded to him with Harris. Uh, the mustaches are all over the place. Uh, <laughs> Strider. Uh, but, but you know what? It's, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to seeing them uh, wrap up the series with the Nats, get set for the Mets. And, of course, we'll hear you guys later on today with From the Diamond. Thanks so much, Corey. Five to seven. All right, guys. Appreciate it.